Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Brady Watkins, head of commercial automation for SoftBank Robotics America, discusses robotics and automation for corporate real estate. Thank you, everyone, for joining us at the Innovation Learning Theater, sponsored by Join Digital, for robotics and automation for corporate real estate, presented by Brady Watkins, head of commercial automation for SoftBank Robotics. Thank you, Rachel. How's it going? Uh, thanks for giving me 20 minutes of your time to uh, be able to have a conversation about robotics automation, creating a cleaner and healthier corporate real estate. Uh, two quick things. We're going to try to give some time for questions. Uh, but if you have some questions or we do some spillover, we're actually right over here in the booth. So if you would like to go see a little bit more or talk, happy to do that after as well. Um, so let's get started. First, why now? Why robotics and automation at Cornet for 2019? As we're thinking about the why now, I want to take a step back and kind of share some overarching trends that we see in the market that I think are actually pretty remarkable and kind of applicable to where we are going to apply robotics and automation. The first, 90% of our time as Americans is spent indoors. We are affectionately known as the indoor generation. It's the most of any generation in terms of indoor time spent. It's fascinating. 22 out of 24 hours spent indoors. Naturally, as we're spending more time indoors, that air is five times more polluted than outdoors. Seems natural. But there's hope. The EPA just did a study that said when cleaner air in an indoor environment, particularly commercial real estate, cognitive functions increase 61%. So we're spending time indoors. The air is polluted. However, with a cleaner air environment, we're actually able to be more productive and deliver more output, better workplace environment. That's important. We start to take a step back and we think of how do we provide that cleaning environment. Let's start to look at what else around in that workplace is providing cleaner air. And what's one of the number one filters that we have in any corporate real estate environment? It's actually sitting right here. It's your carpet. Your carpet is collecting pollutants, allergens, dust, debris, and that's a great thing. But it also leads to a second opportunity. How do we clean it? And that's a challenge. As we think about the number one service function of delivering clean carpets, it's vacuuming. And that creates a really inherent problem. Because vacuuming's hard. And that's not an indictment on the service injury. It's just inherently a very difficult task to perform consistency, consistently. So let's look at some of those cleaning issues and challenges. These are all we all know. It's unpredictable. It's often the chore or task that we do last or don't do at all. I don't vacuum. I would rather avoid it as well. And the third one, which is interesting, is in terms of workplace safety, cleaning and vacuum actually has one of the higher workman, uh, workplace comps insurance claims of any other service provider. So it's dangerous. So how do we solve this? So we have this gap of now where we have a desire to have a cleaner, more friendlier workplace environment, but we have the service function of cleaning that is actually developing a gap in terms of service performance and delivery. This is where robotics and automation can come in and fill that gap. And as we sort of canvas Cornet and talking about a lot of the situations of how do we help provide a better service opportunity, it really comes down to delivering robotics and automation 
for a better service delivery around labor, reporting, and differentiation. And we can help. And that's really what we're here to do. So first, let's talk about labor. Suffice to say, labor is a very dynamic ecosystem and one that creates its own challenges. Turnover rates in cleaning services and janitorial services is approaching 200%. 200%. 100% is considered quality. 200% is considered average. We start to look at the open job recs of janitorial services workers. We're actually seeing that the job open rates are increasing at about 10%. So we have a very interesting dynamic. We have high turnover, open job rates. There's a gap. We think robotics and automation can help fill that gap through process, device, technology, and partnership. So when we start to do the interplay between robotics, automation, and the workforce, we now are able to redefine and sort of reshape the service offering. We can provide better retention. We're now able to offload those low-level tasks that aren't being done or aren't necessarily ones that we do first. We're able to increase our coverage. Now when we deliver automation, we're actually able to deliver full coverage of the actual carpet, no more spot clean. And from a frequency level, we now can redefine and create a consistent process. We're able to do it more and better, creating a cleaner, healthier workplace environment. Reporting. Everywhere I look in CoreNet, we have new IoT capabilities, new technologies, new reporting. Why can't we have reporting and capabilities within cleaning? This is where automation and robotics can help. Now we're able to deliver a proof of performance, better labor retention, and better opportunity for our tenants to now see that we actually are providing a cleaner, healthier environment for them, and a healthier and potentially better environment for the workers that are providing the service. Reporting just doesn't have to go back to the client. It actually can go to the service provider to be able to help give a better working experience for those employees that are delivering the service. So we have a labor environment now. We're able to develop robotics and automation and service. We have a reporting capability. We now can differentiate ourselves as we're providing the service. It's now not a cost, but a benefit. Cleaning services can turn into a positive workplace environment. All this time and investment money are going into building services, new technologies, new growth. A lot of conversations about how do we increase the workplace. Why not start with cleaning? So our belief, as we talk about this word automation, is that it augments the tools and the workforce to level up cleaning services within real estate. So why am I up here? And why does, why does SoftBank have a position in automation for real estate, which I think is really important? So taking a step back in terms of SoftBank, for those of you who don't know, SoftBank is actually the 36th largest company that you've never heard of before. Uh, we actually have $100 million in revenue, $500, $500 billion in revenue, $500 billion in market cap. You may have heard of the SoftBank Vision Fund, which is a $100 billion private equity investment. But when we start to look at all of the investments that SoftBank Group and SoftBank have made, and we overlay them into a corporate real estate environment, what you start to see is we're stitching together a thread that's really important. It's important for data, automation, robotics, and creating an ecosystem within a smart city that actually provides real artificial intelligence. Fascinating. And it's Masa's mission and vision. So how does robotics play into that? 
So for us at SoftBank Robotics, our mission and vision within that ecosystem is to augment the workforce through automation. We've already done this through multiple products. So we say robotics, plural, on purpose. Now and Pepper are two robots that we've already commercialized to success from a customer service perspective. And Wiz, which you'll see over there, from a cleaning service perspective, only rounds out our portfolio. But I think as we talk about robotics and technology, it's important to understand where we've been before we showcase how do we be successful. So if you've ever invested in a hardware, software, robotics capability, you know that there's a high likelihood of failure everywhere. So it's not just in robotics, but in software, but more so in robotics. 99% failure rate. That's huge. It's huge for a couple reasons. One, we're not inherently actually trying to solve problems. Usually we're trying to solve an R&D function. So at SoftBank, our mission is not to approach it from an R&D perspective. We've already done that through Now and Pepper commercialization. But really, how do we actually drive meaningful change in service through workforce augmentation? And it starts with what we think is the bottom up. Automation and robotics is about identifying those gaps, both in service, workforce, as well as low-level tasks, and inserting our capabilities to provide repeatability, frequency, performance, and up-level the service to your clients. So what's next? We talk about augmenting the workforce, and we talk about automation. So I'm going to separate those, but I think what's most important is to talk about the people first. What's the trajectory of the workforce going to look like in the next few years? It's going to look different. The World Economic Forum just released a study that said 75 million jobs are going to be displaced through automation. You may have heard it. That's usually where we get headlines. What you haven't heard is in that same study, 133 million jobs are going to be created through automation. That's actually a 58 million net gain of the workforce via automation. And that's really important. But that workforce drives all the way down to any service level. Because as soon as you create automation, you're able to redefine or offload those low-level tasks. You have a higher efficacy in your delivery of your job. So you have better workplace environment because you're able to do your job better because now you've offloaded those tasks that you didn't want to do. And even at a janitorial level, we're now able to shift the conversation of a janitorial worker to a robot manager. That's powerful. And we can do that through the interplay of robotics, automation, and your workforce. So we can realize a scenario where smart cities, IoT, connected devices, all center around implementation within the workforce. So it's not just about cleaning, but how do we create an entire ecosystem of connected services centered around your tenants. So that's the workforce. When we think about automation, I want to sort of walk through exactly what automation is. I think often we use the word and we don't explain what it means. And I also will take a little bet. I think as we start to hear these buzzwords of what you're going to see in the future, we've heard IoT, you've heard big data. I think RPA, robotic process automation, is a word choice that you're going to see as a future investment in terms of providing higher level service, particularly within corporate real estate. But let's walk through what it actually means. First, we have manual repetitive tasks conducted by a human. Perfect opportunity for integration with robotic process automation. We assess processes and workflows 
The robots actually mimic those business processes. Humans, very important, integrated into the process, correct and help the humans learn. And then we gain and create efficiencies. That's RPA. It's very simple, but often it's viewed in one light. It's actually the interplay between process optimization, robotics, and humans. So we put this all to together, creating the interplay of robotics and automation and humans. We're actually able to deliver a higher quality, more efficient, proven service. We can expand the scope of service. Now that we're taking these low-level tasks and automating the time spent on those tasks, we can reallocate labor and time towards additional higher-level tasks that maybe we either couldn't get to or haven't thought of. Obviously, with a huge turnover rate, just even cutting that in half, we're now able to create a better workplace environment for those providing the service and a better operating expense for those that have to deal with such a high turnover. We're now able to retain employees, train them, give them higher skills, provide a better service. And ultimately, we talk about let's win more business through innovation. Let's not do innovation for innovation's sake. Let's actually focus on how we're able to win by providing a better service through the interplay of technology, people, and devices. So I quickly ran through it, but I want to sort of give you an idea and opportunity. So if anyone has any questions, I want to make sure that I pause and answer those. Yes. And so I have to repeat the question for the podcast. So I think it's, the question was, how common are robots used for vacuuming? Uh, they aren't common. And I, as we talked about before, most of them aren't focused on the service value or the commercial value. It's focused on the R&D value. So it's actually a, we're seeing a shift in where technology can now be applied into vacuuming at cost for value. So we are actually one of the first to be able to approach cleaning services through robotics. Oh, using. I thought you said how, from a technology. So then the question is, anyone using them? Yes. So we are actively using them in corporate real estate environments, in pilot testing right now. So corporate real estate, building service contractors, airports, hotels, schools, anywhere where you have large carpeted areas, um, we're currently testing and running. And we have one here, too. Correct. So yes, today it is uh, just vacuuming, and I think it was more the opportunity of the carpeted services was so vast, and there actually wasn't anything that was driving carpeted surface value. There are hard scrubber solutions, which create a little more uh, elevated level of process. Vacuuming is very simple. Everyone knows how to vacuum, change a bag, change a brush. Dry surfaces are very simple, so let's start with a low-level task solution and then work our way up to a more advanced process. These are all good questions. Nothing else? Robots, people? The way that we think about approaching from a technology is where is there a problem, and then can automation and robotics actually solve that problem? So I think as we talked about, we start to evaluate cleaning services, just cleaning services size and scale. So first, uh, let's look at the business opportunity. Is there scale? Two, is there a widening gap where process efficiency or automation can play? And two, how do we actually make the workforce and the lives of the employees better is very often where we approach. And then, then we go out and procure or develop technology that actually solves that problem. So what's next? Actually, we start with, let's actually start with applying in market 
understanding and leveraging the data and information that we get, and then we can apply that to a future state of where we want to deliver. But the majority of what we're going to focus on is how do we leverage navigation technology, data reporting, and how does that apply across any sort of corporate real estate or consistent repeatable process, you can believe that we'll likely be there. Uh, if anyone like to, so we'll be over there if you want to see uh, Wiz in action in terms of a demo, happy to have you train her out and happy to have some conversations if you want about uh, how we can help you. Thank you for tuning into What's Next. Have an idea or point of view? Want to record a podcast of your own? Visit cornetglobal.org slash podcast.